0: i you.
1: Hello. Oh, hello. How's it going? Oh, good. I'm uh saying prayers to any gods that I may know of or have ever learned about uh, for our recording today.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see if it works. Ooh, guys, we Ooh. tried approximately four, no, five times to record last night. And between it just being so, it was like scratchy, and then we get disconnected, and then I got paranoid because sometimes the audio gets weird if like a phone call comes in. Oof! Oh, who was that? <laughs> that was Chuni. Oh, <laughs> Chuni was complaining with me.
0: Chuni was complaining. <laughs> <laughs> that's him coming into the room to tell me that his toy turned off so I need to go turn it
1: back on for him (laughs) so demanding (gasps) Junie do you want to chase your weird toy (laughs) oh is that the one you were telling me about the flat one with the like spinning thing yeah
0: it's a spinning disc sorry I'm gonna come into a room oh it didn't even turn off what's his problem
1: oh you misinterpreted him
0: I misinterpreted him maybe he was telling me my toy's out there, but you're in here.
1: Move it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely wants an audience. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know if this is gonna work because this toy is kind of noisy. Come here, shooty.
1: <laughs> but it is on brand, so there but is it at least it. Is, on
0: <laughs> <brand>. <laughs> it is. We're gonna hear him thumping around because he likes to um, run and then like slide into it. Oh, so. We might, we'll hear that in the background. Can you hear it real bad in the background?
1: (laughs) No, I actually can't hear anything. Oh, okay, good. Could you hear Franklin? Because Franklin's new, uh, I mean, new old habit that we're all probably aware of is that as soon as we start recording, he goes to the litter box and starts scratching. (laughs) Oh, nice. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Um, Speaking of Franklin and cat toys, I actually got, uh, John and I went to our favorite 99 cent store around the corner on our block Uh, uh uh the other uh night and uh they were just strolling down the pet aisle and they had um like a ton of cat toys and there was one that was like this big like kind of like rubbery like but like neon uh mouse toy that had catnip in it also had feathers on its little tail oh yeah there you go everything that they love yeah and it was such a winner like the ones that when Franklin loves a toy like we think he's kind of the alpha even though they all like get along and are fine but every now and then when like a toy or something comes through that Franklin is just obsessed with he does this like like he'll just like hunger over it and keep it in his mouth and he does this like whole body like it's not even like a like a vocal cord sound it's like a huff. Like he'll just like blow out his nose really mm. loudly. And it's, it's almost like a, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of like seeing any video of like, like a monkey like pounding his chest or like a, I don't know, like something, some animal that like just really like pot, like any kind of animal that like postures, you know, kind mm-hmm. of like, this is mine. Yeah. Um, so that's always really funny. So he was doing that all, uh, was that last night? That might have been last night. Nice. Um, Oh, yeah. Can you hear John in the background is cooing to Murphy?
0: <laughs> oh, 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 I can't hear anything over this toy. <laughs> uh, nice.
1: All right. Well, I feel confident in- enough in this recording so far.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's give it a shot. Let's see if do we it. can shout about Nancy Drew.
1: <gasps> oh, my God. I cannot wait to shout about Nancy Drew. Uh, first of all, welcome to Paranormal Captivity, everyone yes this might be your second intro if we compile them together because we've already done one <laughs> but I was too lazy and it's in four pieces so I have oh, not looked at them no. yet <laughs> you might lose the story about my bachelorette gifts oh yeah well it has evolved since then about you maybe now bringing more penis shaped items
0: i would love to bring all the penis shaped items i haven't found any yet i went to target today and i picked up a more things for our hangover kits
1: oh that's
0: always good yes yes but i didn't find any penises i guess because target is a family story family family friendly (laughs) yeah i'm a little bit afraid to go searching for penises in Baltimore, because I feel like I'm either gonna find nothing or I'm gonna find more than I've bargained for.
1: <laughs> Julia, do you know where you need to go? Either go to Hot Topic or Spencer's, and that is all you will ever need. Hot
0: Topic or Spencer's? So I need to go to a mall. Ew. Yeah,
1: or online.
0: I mean, I think you still have time to
1: order online.
0: That's true. I probably do. I can find some some good penises on. I'm trying to remember where all of maybe I didn't bring any penises to Aaron's bachelorette party how dare you
1: if that's the case also new thought it is prime day you could use that to see if there are any deals on penises on prime penis prime (laughs) penis prime (laughs) maybe the last like oh my god what if the last like midnight like stroke of midnight right before prime day ends just that's when all of the like vibrators and bachelorette party penises and like lingerie that's been all the like nighttime fun stuff nighttime fun
0: yes but I'm not buying everyone a vibrator because that's gonna get real expensive <laughs> oh
1: yeah no absolutely not I was just saying that is when I said when you said uh penis prime that's that was my Yeah, it's funny. I actually did. So
0: Vibrator did cross my mind. But then I was like, I don't know if that's like a marriage gift. I feel like that's more of a divorce gift. (laughs) Well, I mean, but
1: it's like, it could be fun for both of them. Sure, that's what I was just gonna say. Like, it could be, you know, fun for like a, like a little, little quick moment. Oh, God, we're talking about our sister.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, speaking of like, weird kinks, I... (laughs) We- oh yeah were we <laughs> no <laughs> don't think we were but to just jump right into that
1: oh I mean I was- welcome <laughs> welcome everyone to weird kink corner of Paranormal Cat cativity <laughs> well I was
0: bra and underwear shopping for her oh sure I, picked, sure I picked up a bra and I was like oh my god this is really cute and on the tag it said keep away from fire or like keep away from open flames, and I was like, oh no, I don't know what she's into. Like, I don't think I can get this for her. <laughs> not that powerful. I'm saying that Julia. she, I'm not that I'm saying that she would be into like things with fire, but like some people might be, you know, that could be a thing. That's like, true. You, you can't that buy would... a sexy item for someone else that you don't know like what they're gonna use it
1: for. That is very thoughtful of you, and it only made me think of we, John and I just watched that Simpsons episode where like uh, Doctor Nick is like yelling about how inflammable means flammable (laughs) while his like surgery room is on fire (laughs) what a country
0: oh yeah english is hard (laughs) oh
1: it's just so hard um yeah, so guys, if you didn't hear, well, I mean, whether or not I get the the uh, first intro working, it really wasn't a ton. I, the context is that Julie and I are going to our sister Jessica's bachelorette party a couple weeks, so we're actually going to see each other uh, and me. Jessica, and potentially lots of penis straws if Julie gets her act <laughs> together. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, the the big thing in in that first intro. Um, was that julia decided she was bringing all of these presents and i was like wait a minute i want to bring presents to people and make everyone all of jessica's bridesmaids like me <laughs>
0: they're, they're not actual presents they're just hangover kits they're gonna have like crackers and face masks in them
1: oh you know you should get to or maybe i should get to hint in do you need uh, me to bring uh, some presents too <laughs> um <laughs> no like a. um like little vitamin E type like um, um
0: i already have emergency in there and <gasps> recover tea it's Genius. Like a, a special tea that says recover on it and i thought that would be fun and little that shout wipes and some fruit gummies
1: and some cheese it's also hold on pause yes are we sure that recover tea isn't some kind of like you know those like laxative teas that are like help move your bowels oh, no.
0: well I'm now I'm not sure it
1: was... <laughs> Here, you gotta Wait check that. Yeah, I, gotta,
0: I have to go check this immediately <laughs> yes <laughs> into the other room we go sorry for yes. the fan background
1: <laughs> I actually can't hear the fan that may, may be good news for the future
0: oh okay so this says organic revive me English tea shop. It's organic white tea, organic moringa, rose hip, cinnamon pieces, nettle, and
1: ginseng. Okay. Also, I can hear the fan now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. It says it is a. Uh, it is our belief that a harmonious blend of teas and time-honored healthy ingredients may help in achieving everyday wellness as a part of a balanced, healthy lifestyle. So okay. I feel like this is just kind of a like I don't organic live your best life
1: tea. That's fair, but also not like Fear a...
0: up your life with our energizing blend. Yeah, I think this is just tea. Okay, that's good. Yeah, no it doesn't say be... anything about laxative.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> laxative properties.
0: Just had to throw that out there. You never know. You never know. Oh, I also got Pikachu band-aids.
1: Oh, okay. That's cute.
0: Yeah, because that's I cute. Mean, I'm assuming at least somebody is going to be dumb and wear the wrong shoes and have blisters.
1: <laughs> oh, 100%. A.K.A. It it's probably going to be us.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just having flashbacks to Erin's um, bachelorette party when it was her own bachelorette party and she wore like the most ridiculous like six inch heels like stiletto heels and everyone else wore reasonable shoes and she was the one who (laughs) had to be like guys I need to go home early and so then we like switched all of our shoes we like took turns wearing her like (laughs) ridiculous uncomfortable (laughs) shoes while she like wore all of our like super comfortable like thoughtfully planned out (laughs) footwear
1: I mean that's what a bridesmaid does That's what a bridesmaid does, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, guys, we will report back. This is in a couple weeks, so we may not have anything to report next week, but we will soon. And uh, hopefully, I mean, I'm not sure if there will be any cats involved, but there might be some sleuthing and mysteries involved if we look hard enough. (laughs) That's true. Find the penis. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Yeah, which might be not hard if you bring the penises (laughs) if i do my job right (laughs) yeah you do your job right julia (laughs) yeah
0: maybe i'll bring one and it'll be a scavenger hunt
1: um i just had the funniest realization that like it is funny that we're talking about penises and vibrators and bachelorettes uh whilst also about to segue into one of the more like (laughs) old-timey like wholesome children's books yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, because guys, if you haven't um listened to our first part of our Nancy Drew series, we are reading Nancy Drew and Nancy the, clue of the Tapping Heels. Yeah, and goddamn, this book is good, it's so it's good! So, so good. Did you like the ending? I did like the ending, I did too. Should we yeah. get into it?
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah. where did we leave off? It was kind of a, oh, we left off at the cat show. It was kind of a, a yes. little cliffhanger. So, in the last book, we know that 10 of Miss Carter's cats got stolen.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Dun. In two separate fell swoops. Yes. So, five and five.
0: So, yes. this time, we uh, we made it to the cat show. George, Bess, and Nancy are all at the cat show trying to sell some of Miss Carter's prized cats. Um, and they just found out that there is a second booth of Persian cats Woo! that they think are Miss Carter's stolen cats that are being sold for much, much cheaper.
1: Yes. And now is the time I was going to say we were like last time speculating on how uh, Nancy was going to decide to confront this man and it is true that she did have quite a plan
0: she did have a plan it didn't quite work out but she (laughs) um, she did call the police she made the the smart moves she didn't pull a quiller in where she just like waltzed up to a murderer and confronted them I was um, like hi hello. yeah,
1: not like this
0: person is a murderer, but
1: they're a cat thief so yeah you never know. I mean if your morals are corrupt enough to steal cats then yeah you could do just about anything yeah. I mean unless it's I was gonna put the caveat of like unless it really is like that you know you're stealing a cat from someone who's not taking care of them which I wouldn't even put that in the stealing category but still
0: yeah. I mean, if you're nice to a cat and it comes with you, that's not stealing. No, it's
1: true. <laughs> that is that cat choosing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I got all of my cats. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Nancy does decide. So she does call the cops. But she also has... So she leaves Bess back at their cat stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, t- her and George, uh, you know, kind of head over that way towards the... Um, towards this stall with this guy and so as they're going they kind of i think nancy realizes like oh we don't have a plan and so she's like oh hey don't you think it'd be better to george if we like walked up as if we were you know gonna want like wanting to buy a cat or just like Mm -hmm. casually asking and george was like oh yeah okay that sounds like a good idea i don't have any better ideas um and so they do that, and when they walk up to this guy and they're like, "Oh, hi, like your cats are so beautiful. Like what are the prices?" He gives them a price. They never say exactly what it is. I have no clue what a purebred cat would nope cost. No I... idea in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, but apparently the number that he gives Nancy is like way Nancy knows is way low compared to what Miss um, uh, Carter has been having them sell their persian cats for and so nancy you know kind of prying into the situation goes oh isn't that pretty low like don't you think they're worth a little bit more and he's like oh no these are pure pedigreed like purebred cats and she's like oh that's great like can you show me the papers and he like futzes around a little bit in the booth and he's like oh they're here somewhere like if you buy a cat i'll like send you the paper leave your address i'll send the paperwork which is alarming on a couple levels because obviously she knows he's a sketchy guy. And so she's i mean, she obviously doesn't do it, but it's like this crazy guy would have your address on top of which he just doesn't have the pedigrees, which is shady. And so um, she is like, Oh no, like I know you misunderstand. Like I want to make sure, like I want to see the pedigree before I buy the cat, which is totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. Like if you're mm-hmm. actually going into like, uh, you know, the show cat biz, or even just like, if you are in that world of like, wanting a purebred cat it would or any you know it's almost like anything it's like no you need to see all of the description and paperwork and everything beforehand and the guy turns off the charm and is like listen lady if you don't want my cats you could basically just fuck off like he doesn't say that but um he kind of acts that way and so they're kind of like whoa whoa dude like chill and um I forget exactly how the do they walk away? They walk away. I think they,
0: right? Yeah, they do walk away. And that's when Nancy is like, Yep, those are definitely the cats, and he's definitely sketchy. We need to call the police. So she goes okay. and finds a like phone booth somewhere um, and calls the police, gives them the details. Um, but then by the time they show up, the guy has uh, unloaded all of his cats onto people for, like, basically free and fled the scene. hmm So, unfortunately, they do not recover any of Miss Carter's cats.
1: No, which Sadly. is such. I mean, yeah, and they do have the moment of being like, well, like, hopefully they went to a good homes. Like, we can kind of hope for that. Mm-hmm. Because it is true that, like, hopefully, the people who are at the show are not like Cruella DeVilles or, like, right? Yeah, you know.
0: and I mean, they definitely didn't go to like a breeder because if you don't have the paperwork, you can't continue to breed them. So, like, my guess is they probably went to people just wanting pets, yeah, true, which is like that's fine, yeah, I'm
1: okay with oh, that, yeah. yeah, no, me too. <laughs> um so yeah so they uh in like this moment was kind of funny I thought I thought this moment kind of showed a little bit of like what Nancy was up against just like in the time frame but I thought the book handled it really well or like Mm the writing yeah because the cops are like oh like kind of (laughs) assholes yeah they're like super like quick to be like you silly girls like don't you know how many fake calls we get a day like how dare you waste our time blah 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 they like turn pretty gross pretty fast and uh nancy has a mu- and it's even written really cool like it says something like and something switched in nancy and she was just like oh i have to prove myself now like yeah. she was like a little bit embarrassed which i think any i would definitely feel but also she it seemed like she kind of lit a fire under her to be like oh well like you know not in nancy drew speak but like fuck them and yeah, like I'm gonna well, prove it, it that
0: I'm right right and it wasn't just them being like oh like you know
1: these like
0: silly girls and like you know pranking us and whatever because Bess was even like no this is Nancy Drew like don't you know her like she's a, an amateur detective and they're like we don't need amateur detectives and that's when oh yeah that's when Nancy was like um but I'm right so let's get <laughs> The bigger fuck off yeah, to you, <laughs> yeah. but actually, do your jobs because
1: I'm doing mine. Right, yeah. So she like jumps into action and does, you know, what uh, I think the cops should have done right, and exactly. just asked around, yeah, <laughs> and was They're like, really "Easy proof, hey. yeah, pretty easy, exactly." And she like, so she basically goes to the um that what a woman in the next stall over and is like uh hey did you see this guy that was over here did you see where he went and the woman is like oh no i didn't i don't know where he went but like definitely he was here and he was acting super weird and that's where they get the information that um that he sold all the cats at like super cheap price and then fled the scene
0: yeah so we get a little bit of an apology from the cops that's true we get
1: more than I think we would get in real life to be honest (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely
0: but this was also in the like 30s so we might have we might have seen some different demeanors in the 30s
1: that's true that's true and I think by then they kind of I I think at that point too they had realized that she was Carson Drew's daughter or it's like something else had happened that they were like oh okay wait she's legit like we can't fuck with her yeah
0: well even just like putting in a little bit of effort like if this was a prank call they would have been like haha gotcha and like left you know
1: right true like,
0: I think her just like having the thought to keep it going
1: and <laughs> do yeah. a little bit more
0: digging and like put a little bit more work into it they were like all right this is real
1: yeah exactly and so yeah that's really that oh Wait, no, there's something else big that happens at the cat. Yeah, yeah. So when they get back to the booth, um,
0: all but one cat was sold. Agatha. Agatha. Agatha, last cat. I think she was the like number one prize winner, like best in show or like best of something, something. So like this is a this is a prized cat. And they had like bumped her price already because she had won so many prizes and so you know everyone was kind of like the crowd was dwindling it was getting to the end and they were like "Ooh, should we lower the price like we really don't want to do that Mm -hmm. so um nancy was like well i'll take her out and like we can play with her a little bit show her off show her personality um hopefully that'll get people's attention so they bring her out of the cage and some little asshole i would be so mad
1: um, and yeah. nancy did not react strongly enough in my opinion <laughs> no although she did i think she 1930s reacted the way that anyone would in public because doesn't she say like oh you whore are you little terror
0: yeah like oh, you naughty boy
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah
0: yeah so this this little kid comes up with one of those like party blowers and like blows it in the cat's face oh fuck off oh, yeah so it like makes a loud noise and then like hits the cat in the face with the little like Paper tongue that like flings out, so of course the cat Ugh. was flying and right. like rightly so. It's yes startled and angry, and no one wants to be around
1: a child like that. <laughs> so what does it do? Climbs a rafter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are like these big wooden beams in the cat conference that seem like or the cat the cat conference the um uh, the cat show, mm-hmm. which really does seem kind of like asking for it. <laughs> right yeah and
0: it's funny because we know exactly what they look like since nancy drew is like sort of a picture book
1: (laughs) i know i forgot how much i love that there are pictures in those yeah
0: they're really fun illustrations in like probably like every other chapter
1: i would say yeah and they have like fun little captions
0: yeah yeah so there's there's a picture of what happens next because nancy goes a climbing after this cat (laughs) yes she does yeah so this was the like weird cliffhanger that we would have left off on oh right if we, if we had done the extra chapter that we talked about in the last one because this chapter ends with just like her dangling from the rafter trying oh, to like right. catch this cat <laughs> that's right okay I do remember that now yeah yeah So anyway, the crowd uh, goes kind of wild because everyone sees her climbing this rafter after the cat. And so they're like cheering her on and, you know, um, helping her out. Someone throws her a net up there, which she misses the first throw, which is why she ended the chapter on a dangle. (laughs) But handed on a dangle, on a dangle. But she she did swing her way back up and end up uh, catching the cat, and both of them ended back on the ground safely. Oh, thank God! Yeah. So, and all all's well that all's well that ends well. Is that the? Yeah. <laughs> is, that the, is that the saying?
1: Haven't you, you got haven't it?
0: Haven't used that one in
1: a while? <laughs> you got it, but you psyched yourself out. I did. Um,
0: <laughs> Yeah, so it ended well, and because of that, the crowd was um, very excited about this cat. Everyone wanted the the spunky cat that climbed the rafter, so
1: they were able to <laughs>
0: start a bidding war and sell it for way more than Miss Carter had priced
1: it as. I love it. Yeah. And then it goes to, like, a really sweet, it's like a dad that's, like, bidding the whole time. Well, it's, like, a bunch of people that are bidding and then mm-hmm. it's this guy that wins it. And then he hands it to his little daughter. <laughs> yeah. Who I pictured as a teenager and not a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that is. I'm glad we didn't leave on that uh, cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> of Nancy dangling.
0: Dangling from the rafters. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think from here, we head back to Miss Carter's house where they
1: give her the great news that she is now rich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, because that was the thing. Yeah, because they when they're like explaining it to her and she's like, you gave me too much money. Um, And Nancy and they like, you know, tell her that the about the bidding and the cat, the catrobatics, if you will. Um and that apparently the cat went for like Agatha went for like three times the normal price. Mm-hmm. So these cats are quite expensive. <laughs> they are quite
0: expensive. <laughs> but um, they came with papers because they're legit.
1: They are. I mean my cats are legit too, but it's because they're like legit too legit to quit. <laughs> what? <laughs> trying to make like a joke about how like cool they are but Uh I couldn't quite get there (laughs) (laughs) I'm clearly not cool enough to make a joke like that (laughs) (laughs) um so moving on moving on Um, so yeah after that um yeah what happens after that there's like a lot I'd like and mostly now, I feel like this always happens when we read like a big section, and then the end of the book. I like mostly only remember the like climax. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: what happens after? Oh, I was hoping you weren't going to ask me because Ooh. I don't have my I don't have my book in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go back into the fan room. <laughs>
1: well, we could list. There are a couple things that like don't. It kind of actually kind of like some of the Cat Who books. Like they don't necessarily ah. need.
0: Sorry. I... Oh. <laughs> I was I was walking back through my door and I had let Mushu out and he was turning back around with me right as Chuni was coming out so oh. we, we had a little problem oh no a little moment <laughs> we had a little moment
1: because my cats don't get along Oh, <laughs> because my cats are not legit <laughs> too they legit to quit <laughs> they are so legit that they did in fact quit they are definitely quitters <laughs> <laughs> um also, apologies if you hear my legit quitters in the background. They are um, currently chewing all of the Amazon Prime boxes that have come oh, no. in. Oh, okay. Well, my are playing with bell toys in the background. So. <laughs> okay, great. We'll have a lot of background oh, noise this oh, time.
0: I know exactly what happens in the next chapter. Oh,
1: thank God. I knew if we stalled enough, one of us would yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, because
0: I was trying to find the next chapter and I was like, I know it's something about best playing Cupid which gives a (gasps) clue yes oh my god right
1: i forgot that happens because we're so kind of early in this section yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so the
1: next chapter is all about best playing cupid oh man yeah this was crazy because doesn't it it happens kind of randomly too right like it does happen randomly yeah nancy and um
0: oh who's the other woman in the house miss beeling Beeling. Yeah, Nancy and Miss Beeling um, had to like the grocery store or something. Um, Just kind of like a an errand they were in town and they end up running into Toby Simpson yeah which sounds uh, like such a made up name that does yeah. not sound like a real person but it well is. it might be a made up name because he's an actor <laughs> oh
1: true yeah and he had Mrs uh, Miss Carter's made up name which was Miss Violet which is yeah. the whole reason he didn't get let in the first time
0: right yeah so they they run into him kind of uh, randomly and Nancy goes running up to him and was
1: like oh my god gosh we're so sorry we
0: didn't let you in but come (laughs) back (laughs) yeah yeah so he does they set up an adorable little surprise reunion dinner for him and miss carter um yeah so they they go home and throw together a nice steak dinner with uh french fries and melon balls yeah which i (laughs) was like the most like 40s sounding dinner ever but like i was into it
1: i was so into the description of food like way more so than any cat who book so far i will say (laughs) the food descriptions are on point it also kind of reminded me do you remember like when we were growing up we had those um some of those like books on tape type things Mm -hmm. and i know we had some like fancy ones like the vivaldi and the like music ones that Mm -hmm. had like stories but we also do you remember this we also had a barbie one
0: yes her fried
1: chicken lemonade and brownie picnic yes (laughs) yes 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 i loved that one just because of the description for the food i don't remember anything else that happens but i was like yes put that in a basket and deliver that to me (laughs) oh my god best picnic ever oh yes uh greed and yeah this food sounded really similar to that like it sounded very like um yeah like kind of old school-y but also like stuff that we would still eat like oh it sounded Mm -hmm. so delicious like a cold there was like a cold some like cucumber and tomato salad and like something else or maybe that was later because there was was more food talk later
0: yeah there was more food talk later there was they basically made a picnic basket for uh lunch with them and the boys in a in another chapter i think and that's when there there was like sandwiches and like yeah it sounded like kind of a greek type tomato cucumber like cheese salad type thing yeah it was great oh
1: god give me all that food hannah i want it hannah you're doing it yeah um but yeah so they throw together this meal really quickly and then um toby simpson does come by and surprises her miss carter and it's like everything anyone could have hoped for like she's so happy he's so happy it ends in a fucking proposal like it's
0: truly the best of
1: all scenarios
0: (laughs) yeah super magical i got a little bit suspicious when he was like marry me and i was like wait a second (laughs) yeah but it's
1: cats right she's not rich rich
0: yeah (laughs) Like, are you actually the cat thief? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, but no, totally, totally genuine. Just you know, run of the mill, stereotypical, like picturesque forties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Run of the mill side plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was a not not a very useful chapter in terms of mystery solving, but a fun one.
1: Yes, agreed. Um, and then. Where do we go from there? They go to sleep and then they have their eventful night. Yes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so actually,
0: Toby has some, he actually does have some clues for them. Um, so they mentioned Gus Wooten's Wooten, Gus Wooten. Gus Wooten. And he was like, oh, I know the Wootens. Um, right. Yeah. It's the, like, what, random person? Yeah, like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> But um, the wounds he knew lived in St. Louis, and I'm not exactly sure where, I don't remember the name of this town, um, that
1: they're in, but I'm not sure what state that's in. Oh, no, they're in Berryville, which I was like, because I remembered, because there's a Berryville, Virginia near our parents' house. Yeah, but that's not
0: their, like, normal town that they're in.
1: No, well, they that's live That's where in... Miss Carter lives. Yes, they live in River Heights state that's in
0: but it, oh I, I see. I, i'm assuming it's not like that close to st louis
1: oh right right because yeah, we know, know what state st louis is in <laughs> right yes that we are aware yeah, yeah i actually got kind of the sense of like the cat who ish of like it didn't quite like i don't know maybe they say it in the beginning and like they just don't say it again but i get the impression that they talk about other places other real places but that they don't necessarily locate river heights Oh, but, well,
0: this is, like, only kind of a clue. Um, Ned Nickerson and the boys go to Emerson
1: College. Yeah, you know what? I kept forgetting to bring that up because every time I read that, I was like, the Emerson, my Emerson College? <laughs> <laughs> because that's not a football school. <laughs> it is very much not a football school. And, I mean, I guess technically it was, oh, what is this, 1930s? Yeah, I mean, it was. I think Emerson opened in, like, the 1880s-ish. Mm-hmm. right is that right i don't know it's your college i, know. <laughs> I feel like i said that and then that felt very old but i feel like that's right but yeah emerson i don't think emerson even now has a football team i mean i don't know if it did back then or not um that would also be really interesting because if they did go to act go to my emerson that would mean they were they were in you know new a new england suburb which i would believe mm-hmm. but for some reason i think i was thinking like a like a chicago suburb like a midwesterny area
0: yeah i guess i could see it either way i just kind of pictured like pleasantville
1: i mean i think that's kind of what we're supposed to think because i think it's you know kind of supposed to be like anyone can relate to it it feels like any ta- any you know mid to small to even big like town mm-hmm. anywhere along the spectrum um yeah, that was just really interesting that, yeah, that it was Emerson College. I'm mean, going to have to look into it and see if, like, maybe back in the day they did have an Emerson, like, a football team. I mean, it's, like, so notorious to the point that, like, I mean, it's full of, like, you know, Emerson now. Like, well, Emerson, when I went, it's kind of different now. But when I went, it was just full of, like, music, musical theater and, like, introverts and right Like, all the, like, weird kids in high school that just didn't have anyone to hang out with all went to Emerson. And, like... That would just be. We had a t shirt in the um, bookshop, in the school bookshop, that was like, it looked like a football logo and it said Emerson College undefeated since like, you know, 1880, whenever the college was founded. Mm Because the joke was that we've never had a football team. (laughs) Oh, well, then probably not the same Emerson College. (laughs) I guess. I mean, I've never heard of another one, but that doesn't mean that doesn't exist. I mean, I went to a very niche Emerson College, there could be like a more general one. But either way, yeah, they uh, come up on – well, they have – I guess they have an eventful night, don't they, before the the boys come from Emerson College? Yes, they do. Uh, so I think first Nancy
0: calls her dad to, for him to, like, check into the Wootons that Toby knows in St. Yes. Louis. Because he was like, I think they passed away, actually. Um, oh right yeah so uh, Nancy calls her dad and uh, puts him on that trail um, but yeah then they all they all go to bed and Nancy hears the tapping again so we, yeah. get, we get another but this time we get a Morse code tapping so she gets a little message which was kind of creepy yes <laughs> that was kind of creepy yeah so she gets the message try to catch me yeah I hate I yeah <laughs> Um. So she she taps back, but uh, doesn't get a second reply. But she does wake everyone up yeah. <laughs> with her tapping. Um. She's tapping so, v loud. <laughs> yeah. She is tapping super loud. So, uh, she and Bess and George, I think, at that point, go. Do they go back down to the secret room?
1: Yeah. They keep. Yeah. They do a few more rounds of searching. And I Mm -hmm. think, yeah, I think this time her and George go down because it's the middle of the night and they're like trying to catch him or, you know, they're trying to catch anyone. And then don't they end up like, they end up tapping, they, oh no, I think they search and they don't really find anything because they keep looking like, okay, we've, because at this point remember from last book, they've changed all Mm -hmm. the locks Mm -hmm. and they have, they like wedged the door so you couldn't get in and out of that little door. Mm -hmm. And so, i think they're kind of like why on god's green earth can they still can this person still be doing this oh
0: yeah and i don't think i think you're right i don't think they find anything on this round because the end of this chapter they find the unconscious man in the driveway oh that's
1: right so that was the
0: big the big thing that happened in this chapter they find the neighbor fred bunts um passed out in their driveway
1: <laughs> of asshole fame that we said from the beginning was like, yeah if this guy's not a bad guy he's at least just a weird asshole
0: <laughs> yeah we at least already hate him <laughs> yeah yeah so he ends up um knocked out in their driveway because he came upon gus on gus's way out um fred was in their driveway and got got conked over the head so (laughs) they um they bring him back to they like drag him back to his house and wake up his wife and kind of like ask him his story why he was out so late why he was fully dressed Mm -hmm. why he was passed out in their driveway
1: why he just looked super suspicious why
0: he looked super suspicious and they got like very like short curt answers he was like well i don't know couldn't sleep like just got hit over the head didn't see him bye Um,
1: yeah and really tries to shove him
0: out yeah so both he and his wife were like very ungrateful very unwelcoming and just like you know thanks for the help get out type of type of response
1: which didn't you love? Like as they're at the very end of that whole exchange, um, I let lo- I love Nancy is like such a sass bucket. Like she's so great because like as they're leaving, um, and she's like still kind of trying to like figure out why he would even because he was fully clothed too. She was like, if you just couldn't sleep, wouldn't you just go for a walk like in your PJs or something? Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the very end, um, the wife as she's like forcing them all to leave is like. You are taking up so much, like something, something. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what she says, but she's basically like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, sorry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: so much to say. Tuny. <laughs> does
0: have so much to say. Hey, Chumba! <laughs> what are you doing? It's
1: also Do you perfectly t- timed. Shadow is on top of John's dresser and is like eyeing everything destroyable in our closet. Oh, no. So maybe I'll go grab him down. Hey, can you get down, please? Yeah. Come on, you. Come on. No, this way. Oh, I know. I know you don't want to, but come here. Oh, But yeah, so as like Nancy's leaving, she's so sassy and like the wife is trying to kick them out and Nancy is like oh, like, oh, the wife says, you've asked us so many questions. Like, why do you care so much or blah, blah, blah. And Nancy instead of saying anything, which I always think is like my default is like, let me tell you my life story. I'm so sorry. I'll like answer everything. But she is so smart and she's just like, oh, well, you know we were just there aren't you glad we were there to save your husband basically and she's like oh well yes of course and then like slams the door in their face
0: so we don't like them Mm-mm. yeah no. um, so they go back to the house after that mm-hmm. um, and what do they do Do they? I, I think I... they check the basement again no they check the they check something
1: yeah they do a couple different checks i actually got distracted because i just remembered what i wanted to tell you is the like alternate title of this book which is the clue of no one gets to sleep at all (laughs) yeah no it's true they're always up in the middle of the night yeah because then i think they do finally get back to sleep but yeah they search the house a number of different times and they come across different little tidbits like the fact that like they kept being like there's no other way they search a bunch of different places and they couldn't find any um they're like convinced there has to be another way out of the basement and they can't find anything. George gets her hand trapped in a mousetrap. Yeah. And I think that's what ends
0: their next search. Is yeah. She gets stuck in a mousetrap and they're like, okay. And we're done for tonight.
1: <laughs> but they also have, there are a couple other little tidbits like, um, what is it? Bess and George or Bess and Nancy, I think okay. as they're continuing to search after George is like nursing her hand back upstairs um they look back in the drawer where there was like a bunch of paperwork before that they had they had only taken the diary before they hadn't taken all the extra paperwork and that extra paperwork now is gone. And so Nancy's like, Oh, I should I really should have like taken that when I had the chance, but we didn't, so now we'll never mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So that's also happening that they're they realize that someone has come in and left without they don't even know like how that could be possible mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah then i think they finally go to sleep but yeah i think in the morning they're all like oh my god none of us got any sleep
0: yeah is franklin in the litter box again no shadow
1: is oh god shadow he's playing <laughs> with a little toy but i think he just lost it so i think we're okay <laughs> okay <laughs> Get out of um, here, man. Though no, it's fine,
0: I'm still waiting for the sound of this whirling device to show up in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: God, we're a mess. We're a
0: mess. Um, yes. So after they get no night sleep, no, no night sleep, <laughs> no night sleep. Um, the next day, Nancy has another rehearsal. Uh, yeah. So we know how well those have gone in the past. Oh, this so one goes well.
1: equally as well. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Carolyn Keene really does a good job of escalating the threats on all of their lives. Yeah. So
0: this time uh, Hannah drove with her because I don't I don't know where Ned is, but
1: He's um, at Emerson College. He's at Emerson College.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. Hannah comes with her and she's like, oh, something exciting is going to happen and, you know, nothing exciting happens on the ride and you know it's seeming very calm and maybe nothing's wrong today and maybe it'll just be fine but then it wasn't no it's not gonna be fine are you crazy Never gonna be fine yeah mm-hmm. so this time nancy's on stage um hannah's in the front row and everything seems to be going up to plan when one of the the like fake stage walls starts to come crashing down on her like as she's doing her solo
1: which doesn't that just feel like the most like that really does feel like a 30s threat not that that wouldn't happen now but I feel like that that kind of thing just like doesn't happen in like current day mysteries of like the sandbags gonna drop on your head like it sounds very like old-timey mystery which I loved
0: yeah, it does. It does seem a little old timey. I don't know why we don't use those threats anymore. They're pretty scary. I mean, yeah. I've <laughs> was... out
1: of nowhere. It's like so unexpected. Yeah. And like a fucking huge set, like that's going to definitely crush your whole body. Yeah, for sure. I was moving sandbags all weekend for John's uh, short film shoot. And damn, those things are heavy. I don't want those falling on me. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there are her fellow thespians come to her to come to nancy's rescue and um they do they are able to like hold up the the falling piece of piece of set i suppose mm-hmm. and um so in the process they you know stop rehearsal and then uh they talk to a poor uh, a poor girl who was backstage i think she was doing like props or something and um everyone's kind of like oh my god what happened and she was like well i saw this guy who like definitely wasn't a part of our play and he was just leaning against the set and then all of a sudden it was fall like he was just like sm- smoking i think she said and then he was like leaning against it and then he just kind of like kept you know bumped it enough uh, deliberately that it was you know starting to fall on nancy and she was like but i didn't really get a chance to see him but she does describe doesn't she describe a pudgy guy
0: i think she does describe a pudgy guy yeah yeah so we're we're suspicious but we we don't know we don't know if it's gus
1: that's true and at this point to be honest they don't know that gus they strongly suspect that gus is the pudgy um double-chinned suspect that they keep seeing Mm -hmm. excuse me but they're not
0: sure yeah um so since nancy didn't die in her (laughs) rehearsal Uh, She and Hannah go get milkshakes afterwards, which is also a fun, like, 30s, 40s thing to do. And while they were there, they get a call from the police saying that they want Nancy to come identify a suspect. Oh, yeah. Um, So she and Hannah head to the police station and they see a pudgy man in uh in custody, but um she's pretty sure that it's not the pudgy man. Like she gets a good enough look at his face before he turns away that she's like, that's not the same one that we've been seeing around. Yeah. (laughs) Um so that kind of came came to nothing so far. Um but she does get some interesting information from I think from her father uh in terms of the the wootens and their uh the st louis Wootons and their information that he's been poking into yeah
1: he does a lot of good uh good digging and he comes up with a lot of good dirt
0: yeah so nancy's dad did some good poking around and found out that the Wootons in st louis did indeed have a son gus and they did indeed pass away yes Chuni. <laughs> Chuni is enthralled they did indeed pass away and they they left uh, Gus quite a bit of money um, and they're what would you call him they're like the person in charge of the will yeah the executor they're of like, the estate yes the executor um, is a W.F.
1: Bunce yep which, where have we heard that name before? Well, we haven't, but we have heard of Fred Bunce, which is F Bunce. I know. Yeah, they spend, like, a chapter being, like... I mean, they do have to be thorough, I understand. And they're always like, is it the same person? Is it the same person? And it's the whole time, like, it is an F Bunce. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same person. Does <laughs>
0: yeah. the same person. Um, yeah, so they do do a little checking and they have um hannah call and ask for wf bunts mm-hmm. um they so they called fred's house uh and his wife picked up and they asked for wf bunts and you just hear a like whoa no and like she hangs up real fast um so yes so hannah made her her crafty little call to the to the Bunces. um
1: her coerced little call Her coerced by Nancy coerced
0: little call, and they discovered well, they kind of discovered nothing because Mrs. Bunce gave them nothing.
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: but she did uh get super flustered, so they're they're making a pretty informed assumption that they are in fact the Bunces that they think they are, yes. Um yeah. So after that they head back to Mrs. Carter's. Um and they they go upstairs and they start hearing like some weird noises. There was like uh it was like a a crying sound. Like it wasn't tapping. It was like kind of screamy s kind of w- <laughs> waily kind of a little something something a little startling so they go upstairs because it was coming from the attic and they see the mummy case moving
1: right yeah which is i mean i would immediately think that was a ghost and hightail it out of there
0: yeah for sure but nancy is not afraid of ghosts
1: so no that's true (laughs) or people living surreptitiously in houses without permission
0: yeah or people potentially living in mummy cases
1: <laughs> also that
0: yeah so uh she and george go up and check out the mummy case and open it up and one of the cats flies out
1: because <laughs> <laughs> these cats just cannot be wrangled they are just they are getting just stolen they're
0: everywhere
1: living in mummy cases they're yeah. on, in the
0: road yeah, and this one was, like, particularly funny to me because it ends up having nothing to do with the mystery. It's just, like, by pure accident, like, it ends up best like, let it into the house because she thought it looked sick. And then um, Mrs. Oh, my God, I always forget her name. Bealing. Mrs. Oh, Bealing. yeah. Um, had gone upstairs and, like, saw that the mummy case was open and closed it. And so the cat had just, like, by total accident, had gotten stuck in the mummy case, which, like, has totally happened to me before.
1: (laughs) Oh, with your personal mummy case?
0: (laughs) With my personal mummy case? No, but, like, my cats have gotten stuck in, like, the weirdest places because I'm just like, oh, why is this door open? Let me just close it. And then all of a sudden there's just, like, frantic scratching. Like, oops, sorry.
1: (laughs) A hundred percent. They are just, like, little ghosts in, like – I mean, that's the times that our cats have gotten out of our apartment. It's when, like – we are already in the apartment and we're like, wait, where are you? How did, and then like realize that they've scooted past our legs without us even noti- noticing? Like, how does that even happen? Yeah, They're invisible. For sure. Or like,
0: <laughs> mom told me a while ago, she was like, yeah, I couldn't find Leo for like a day and a half. And then I realized that I had been in the shed like yesterday morning. <gasps> Oh, poor so guy. I went out and he was they like, popped right out. I'm like, yeah, that's, I mean, you should probably leave that door open always. Oh my God. Yeah. When I was in Albania, all of my like closet doors, I didn't have any like actual closets. I had like cabinets and they mm-hmm. were, they were all like spring loaded doors. So they weren't like magnetized closed or they didn't latch or anything, but they were kind of hard to like. Not for a person, but for, like, a cat-sized being. Kind of hard to, like, (laughs) move. And I was so afraid of Ari getting stuck in there that I taught her. I would, like, specifically, like, let her in, close the door, and then, like, leave the room and start calling her so that she would learn how (gasps) to, like, push the door open.
1: oh oh, that's funny
0: (laughs) yeah so she knew how to push all of those doors open which kind of fired (laughs) on me because now she knows how to open everything
1: (laughs) oh yeah a cat that can open doors is the worst
0: yeah
1: but anyway (laughs) (laughs) anyways yeah so this was really funny and it's funny too because it takes like it takes like almost a full chapter for them to figure it out like it's hysterical how (laughs) like compiled it is and like i was sure that it had something to do with you know gus wooten or someone or something that was happening and then yeah just like slowly one by one people are just like oh yeah no i let the cat in oh no i opened the mummy case oh all my bad yeah
0: yeah which is isn't that just always the case with cats right yeah um, but from there they decided that the they kind of like focus a little bit on the mummy case and like the props and they were like oh you know what I think uh, what's his name Toby yes. yeah the the long lost actor friend yes. they're like oh Toby might be able to use some of these in his play so they actually invited him up um, to go check things out which is how they find a case full of jewels mm! and dun, dun, dun. other important fun treasury things. Yes. Yeah. So, um they found Gus Wooten's stash of treasure that they think he was looking for in the attic and had like like maybe found and stashed and they were like, "Ooh, he's probably going to come back for that." So they set up a trap. Yes, for him Ooh. from there. Um so they started with, hmm let me see, reading through, reading through, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what happened next. I believe in you. Um,
0: <laughs> so they set up a trap with like a, a bell.
1: Oh, yeah, that like went down to Nancy's room. Yeah, but it
0: sounds like something else. I mean, it looks like something else happened
1: before that maybe they just like had another run-in with him geez i don't even know yeah there are so many little bits and pieces that like you know definitely it, kind of in the same way i know at the beginning of this i was like this one's more straightforward than the cat who books but now that we've gotten this far into it it's like, <laughs> no there are like so many little pieces that also just like you know, we could tell you the ending and then it wouldn't like fully it just all were like little like little extra things that kind of piece into Yeah.
0: So yeah. Things. It does look like the bell is next. Okay, great. Yeah. So they yeah, so they tied a bell from like the window or like whatever trapdoor they found up there things. They they tied a bell from something to Nancy's window. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so in the middle of the night when she heard Gus Wooten come in she heard the bell and it woke her up and so the rest of she and the rest of the house all um scurried up there but I don't think they actually catch him at this point I think they just no yeah I think it was see him like fleeing and they like see him and then they lose him and they see him again and they're like how is he like escaping like why is he like there and then not there like how is he hiding so well um, yeah, I
1: think this moment just kind of served to be like, because this, this is like getting towards the end. I think this was maybe the closest that they've ever been to getting him. Yeah, and so it just is like another little frustrating moment for them of like, we almost nabbed him like they're so close. Right. Uh, but even just in the time, right, even just in the time frame that it takes Nancy to get from her room upstairs she makes a detour to like george's room i think because george had been like wake me up don't go up there alone Mm -hmm. but like even in that amount of time he's already gone and then i think that kind of sets them in motion of being like like yet again there has to be another way out of this goddamn house because there's no way that he like because they even look they're like did he climb back down because they're you know he's got that uh they they figure out that he has been like climbing up the side of of houses. Mm-hmm. So they're like, maybe he did that. And then they look down and there's like, yeah, they're, they don't even see him running away. So they're like, oh, there's got to be another way in and out of this house. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they find anything at that point. No, no, I don't think they know yeah. either yet.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think from there, Nancy actually goes home again.
1: Right. Yeah. Because she <laughs> has the one last rehearsal. Yeah. She has.
0: Something and I, again, I'm getting lost in all of the details. I'm not even sure anymore. But she does end up home. Um, yes. And she, so she and her her dad are having dinner together, and wh- some little neighbor kid comes knocking on the door and is like, uh, "There's a bomb on your car!"
1: <laughs> oh my god! This was maybe my favorite part because, I mean, a it was high drama. Like that was so yeah. crazy. And right? like be, yeah. It was, was just not miracle that like a bomb. No, I wasn't either. And I was not also expecting, like, yeah, the neighborhood kid to just come in and be like the good Samaritan being like being like, hey, your garage is ticking. And they're like, <laughs> What?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that was kind of crazy. It was in fact an actual bomb, but like thankfully, Nancy's Dad has some secret skills of his own, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Brilliant. knows how to defuse to bombs, so he
1: uh yeah, he's been taking bomb diffusing classes at the local y m c a <laughs> yeah, isn't that just lucky for us <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, they do seem to get themselves into a lot of scrapes, so it's practical for them, <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure, um, so yeah, so that. That was exciting, but ultimately that was exciting. ultimately was just uh another another small attempt on Nancy's life. <laughs> yeah, another yeah. Oh, and so the bomb doesn't actually go off. He doesn't yeah, use the bomb. No. The everyone's safe and sound and uh Mr. Carson No, Mr. Drew. Carson Drew. Carson Drew, Mr. Carson Drew. Mr. Uh, Carson, Carson Drew. Diffuses the bomb uh in time and so everyone's saved and just a little terrified, but ultimately fine.
1: Yeah. Less terrified than I obviously would be. Like they're they take it very in stride and like I feel like at one point I even kind of laugh about it and it's like, well, you almost died. Yeah. So the the next night it looks like this is this is the
0: night. Um this is the night yeah. they set another trap for uh for Gus Wooten and they invite everyone this time. It's like Nancy and Bess and George and all the Emerson boys and they're like okay, mm-hmm. we're going to like double down. We're going to guard and we're going to get this guy.
1: Yeah, and, and- they're like we're not going to sleep. So like yet again, this is the the clue of never being able to sleep Right is the actual title. But yeah, because they decided to stay up in pairs and like guard different areas, which I thought was kind of funny because they basically so like between Nancy, George and Bess and like the boys, too, but they haven't been there for very long. So they all kind of have their theories on like how he's getting in or like where he's using like places that he's using in the house. And so each of them have different theories. And so they each kind of station themselves near an area that pertains to their own specific theory to be yeah. like, who is going to be right?
0: Um, so Nancy and Ned take the attic. Um, mm-hmm. And they are, they're ultimately the ones to get him. They get good. Yeah, They got him good. They do.
1: And, like, to be fair, too, they actually did, they all, like, strongly suspected it was Gus at this point, but they didn't Mm -hmm. know 100% until they actually catch him coming back. So they do, yeah. I don't think, because I think he ran away the last time before he got the box, so I think he's coming back for the box this time, right?
0: Yeah, he is coming back for the box, and it's funny because they keep seeing, they've seen, like, a pudgy, so they've seen Gus a number of times, or they've seen, like, this pudgy man, but they've seen like a a couple of times they've seen a pudgy man hiding his face. So they're yeah. kind of like, wait, is that him? Like, is it not? Um, and so it's kind of funny when um, Ned actually runs and football tackles him to the ground.
1: <laughs> right. Which <laughs> he's been like when, waiting
0: to do. <laughs> yeah. He was totally waiting to do that. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of funny because as soon as he does, Guz is like, all right, shucks, you got me. You know, like he's told, he like, doesn't really put up a fight. He's like, I'll confess.
1: Yeah, he's, like, very instantly, like, into telling them his entire life story. It's very (laughs) Scooby-Doo.
0: Well, it's, yes, just like Scooby-Doo. But it's also because he didn't actually do any of the, like, trying to kill people stuff. Like, he had no idea that was going on. so Gus confessed to everything that he did but yeah again he was not like doing the the actual like crimey stuff he was just like being yeah. a creeper, creeper living in the basement and, right like, which is also a
1: crime house. but
0: <laughs> also a crime but yeah so it was like a little bit sad because it it sounds like he didn't even know that his parents had passed away and that he yeah. had been left like a bunch of their money he was like oh wait what so obviously like he was a kind of a creepy criminal but like also kind of the victim. Mm.
1: He was. Yeah, he turns out to be a little bit a little bit yeah in between victim and criminal because right he he also doesn't know fred bunts like he doesn't know that name and it's like oh what's happening on this other side of things and like when they start bringing up the different crimes that have happened he's like oh what no the most i did was i think the most he confesses to having done is following nancy because he was trying to like scare her off and find out where she lived um and then he which is also kind of creepy but he did also punch ned but that was the most Mm -hmm. that he admitted to Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think the following her home was to get the journal back, so it wasn't like he was trying to hurt her any in any way, he was just trying to get information from the journal about where he had, like, hidden his treasure because he forgot.
1: (laughs) But he also is not the one, that's true, he did forget, yeah, he tells this whole story about how he, like, it actually is really sad, yeah, because he... As a child, it does turn out, going back to that journal entry of, like, the guardians having mistreated this poor kid, and that does turn out to be true, and while that was happening, he was slowly stealing things from these guardians, I mean, not really stealing them because they were his, or were left to him from his parents or um, grandparents, mostly his grandmother, I think, that left Mm -hmm. things for him. He would take these things and hide them in, in places in the house, which ends up being the tapping because he's tapping around to try to find his little stash stashes again Mm -hmm. basically yeah um but yeah as soon as anything creepy is brought up he's like oh what i didn't do that or like oh no i i only have been at the house trying to um you know find my stuff and find my parents and kind of get back to my life Mm -hmm. um but it is interesting because he also uh, I don't think he was actually the one that broke into Nancy's house to get the journal back. I think no, that ended up wasn't. being someone else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I guess the police come and take him away to like question him or whatever. I don't think he, he gets like prison time or anything. Like I don't think he's considered the criminal in this in this situation. Um, but yeah, I think they they kind of like all scatter, they're like, all right, well we'll pick it up in the morning, try to find the the bunces, I guess, since it's right. like not Gus doing the the actual catnapping and trying to kill Nancy. And bomb planting, yeah. And bomb planting, yeah. So um so the Emerson boys leave. They take Bess and George with them to drop them off at home on their way back to school. Mm-hmm. Um and nancy goes to check on miss carter she's like in the attic still though but i think she's maybe looking at the trap door or like looking for the trap door that uh gus talked about because he had been talking about all of the like trap doors that he's been using to get in and out of yeah
1: because he does give them a rundown of like Uh, And actually, it was funny because there was a time where he was like, you almost saw me this one time. But apparently there was a staircase, a secret staircase that ran through the middle of the house, kind of like,
0: yeah, just
1: just like an up and down, like kind of secret right from the trap, like a trap Mm -hmm. door in the attic and then down to the to the basement. Yeah. So Nancy was I think she was investigating that because Gus had just been taken away and she was like, oh, I should go check. That to she's see if, going yeah. to close the door. She was like,
0: Oh, oh. I to keep. he closed on the way out. So she's going up to to close it to make sure it's sealed off on both ends. And
1: yeah. what happens? Oh my god, she gets fucking kidnapped and trapped in the well, not really kidnapped, but like she gets attacked. Yeah. She gets trapped in the trap door. Oh god. And tied yeah. up. Oh, yeah. It's so... so it's like so it's like a stairwell that runs from the
0: second floor to the attic and there's a door on both sides and so she's in the stairwell gagged and her like legs and hands are tied so she's like kind of just a a sack of person like flailing around in the in the staircase and um yeah it's like the middle of the night so mrs carter is asleep and like everyone else has left and she's like oh man what do i do
1: (laughs) yeah i know and it was like the the worst time well best timing on the criminals part the worst timing on her part because literally everyone just left like miss carter yeah. the only one left and she can't nancy's even thinking to herself like oh my god even if miss carter does hear me she has a bum leg like it, it's gonna take her a lot of effort and like not e- nancy's not even sure she could get up to her mm-hmm. even if she like knew where to find the the you know in and out of the secret door and like all of this extra stuff and she's like well, this is all me now. I just am gonna have to figure this out. So she's like straining against her, uh, her like, um, the t- her ties on mm-hmm. her feet and, and hands, and uh, just really working it, but not really getting anywhere. Not really getting anywhere. She
0: does so, she like flips herself around so that her head is facing downwards, and she, um, she starts like kicking on the top of the door. Yeah. So it's like she's kicking like sort of on the floorboard is what it would be. And there's like, I think they had like pulled the trunk over the trap door. So it's not like she can open it. But mm-hmm. fortunately, Bess forgot her purse in the house.
1: Ugh, the so, coincidence of all like, thank good, God. Coincidences. Yeah, good,
0: good for Bess for having such a flaky memory. Um, yeah. She does, yeah, so they all come back to the house, and they all find Nancy trapped, and they do, I think, uh, Fred Bunce and his accomplice at that point, do they, like, run into him on the way
1: back? Yeah, you know, I think, I'm trying to remember, they must, where did they pick them up? Because they're not in the house anymore. No, they're not
0: in the house. I think the police had picked them up, like, somewhere in town, like, on their escape route. I think like you're while right. they were trying to get away and, the, and then the police called and they were like uh we got them <laughs> yeah Because like, it then... wasn't really like it, it wasn't nancy and her friends like it was definitely the police had found them on the way back
1: yeah and i think bess and george and the boys have that information and so it's not until that point when they're telling the story that that nancy finds out that it was only the purse that had them, that made them come back because i think they had mm-hmm. they didn't hadn't connected it at all to them being at the house so nancy was like oh my god did you hear about that and like think that i was in danger and come back to get me and then they were like uh no best just forgot her no. purse
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we're glad did. <laughs> yeah
1: exactly yeah so yeah that like almost wraps everything up because then the two guys so it turns out the two guys are in fact bunts the um the shady executor of the uh, Gus Wooten's uh, parents estate and then it's one of his cohorts just one of his random friends who happens to be also a pudgy double chinned man (laughs) (laughs) also
0: a pudgy man
1: (laughs) yeah who it turns out that this man in particular has been doing a lot of the the dirty work he planted the bomb he has been the one doing a lot of the
0: catnapping. Which, yeah, like, the cat that doesn't make sense to me. It's like he already has a whole estate that he's, like, stealing from Gus. Why is he catnapping his neighbor's cats?
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just, you know, I wonder if it was one of those things where, like, the friend was just a criminal. And so he just saw an opportunity, maybe heard them talking about how expensive the cats were and was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go for it. Because maybe, honestly, the friend wasn't getting as big a cut. From Bunce, as you know Bunce was, so maybe it wasn't worth it for Bunce, but maybe the yeah. the, maybe. Un- the other guy, the criminal was just like, you know, I'm just gonna take everything that I can here hmm and maybe Bunce had let him had given him that leeway I, mean, I don't know, yeah, well, either way,
0: it did not help them.
1: <laughs> no, it did not,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, so
0: yeah, that kind of I mean that really wraps up the the whole mystery
1: yeah it really does I mean solved except for the mystery of like why did the Wootons put this random asshole in charge of their estate at the last yeah I mean there are still questions but the mystery is solved (laughs) yes yes and I will say I mean aside from like little questions like that I mean I really loved this book man Nancy Drew like Mm -hmm. fucking holds up yeah no it's true it's still great still so great and like still super like the like because i was trying to think like when we started reading it i i have to admit i kind of worried that like oh maybe the mystery was going to be too like juvenile because they are kids books and i was really entertained the the whole way through and like you know especially like yeah there were like super big chilling things that were happening like bomb threats and fires Mm -hmm. and the you know rehearsal oh that's the other thing that happens nancy does have her play that she does yeah so that i was
0: gonna say that's how it kind of like wraps up um so the very end of it does give like a little tiny bit of a cliffhanger into <gasps> the next mystery. <laughs> um yeah so nancy has her big finishing number at the play um and then she kind of like does she goes into a little bit of an improv mode and she taps out a secret message in morris code uh, asking if the anyone in the audience has a mystery for her to solve and before anyone can clap someone stands up and is like actually i do i know exactly what you said and i have a mystery for you um yeah and so i love that's how the, it was like the title of the next book he was like it's the mystery of and i can't remember what yeah nothing about a trunk
1: yeah i know i love that he stood up and like it was all like he was like yes i do have a mystery it is and then right it's like literally in italics the, the exact next, title, the title. <laughs> yeah it's so good i loved it yeah so leads right into the next book it's great yes um, well yeah so that's it I mean that was really um, yeah again super great like I just loved re- well, we're gonna have to do another Nancy Drew book in the future because yeah
0: I'm not sure any of the other ones have cats in it but we can do a little research and see see what we can figure. Yeah. well we can make it stretch we'll stretch yeah, it into we maybe other pets oh yeah, actually one true. of them is about a ranch so like that's horses <gasps> right
1: oh yeah a oh, horse and I... help and solve Yeah.
0: I'm I'm looking at uh, the titles of one through six on the back here, and we have uh, Shadow Ranch and Redgate Farm. So there's two right
1: there. Okay.
0: Two two that probably involve animals.
1: I feel like there also is one that involves the term cat burglar, but I feel like that probably only means like person. Yeah, that's a
0: little bit more of a stretch, but we can make it work. (laughs)
1: for nancy drew we could make it work yes (laughs) well thanks for listening guys that was super fun i hope you guys enjoyed that as much as i did that was super great nancy drew forever oh we just need to bring her back into the into the cultural into our current what's the what's that big fancy word everyone uses the zeitgeist we need to bring nancy drew back into the zeitgeist I have no idea what that means <laughs> I only kind of do I'm like only maybe 30% confident That I use that word correctly
0: <laughs> Okay great well she is coming To the CW in the fall Not sponsored <gasps> but I'm excited oh, About that TV right. show We'll see how was... yes. how well they uh, Adhere to the old, the old Style Nancy Drew while still Updating her a little bit Because you I know... think they've updated her quite a bit <laughs>
1: I honestly think it would be really cool if they did Nancy Drew but like set still back in the 30s. Like I think yeah, that would be really I think it neat. It would be
0: fun too. Yeah, because I I do think it like holds a little like charm, you know. I feel like updating yeah. it too much into like the darker style that they've been into recently isn't quite the same feel
1: yeah it's not quite the point of nancy drew like i feel like the whole thing like you know it was interesting john was telling me recently we went to see the new godzilla movie which i mean i'll never not see those movies just for the giant monsters but there's something mm-hmm. about the storyline that just doesn't quite like feel totally like complete or full or you mm-hmm. know whatever it is yeah and john was actually telling me that uh the original godzilla um The original Japanese Godzilla movies were um, based out of. They came out right after uh, World War II and the bombings in Japan, the atomic bombs, and they were like such a big like representation of how the whole nation felt after that. That like the remakes are never really because you're never really gonna recapture like that specific like Mm -hmm. cultural moment i guess of like yeah what that was born out of and so Mm -hmm. i wonder if nancy drew is i mean not nearly on that scale obviously but like she is the reason that she is such a badass is because she is kind of bucking the the social norms of the time i guess like that was one of the big takeaways that i had from this book which was really cool so it would be kind of cool if it was like kind of a you know, still maybe a modern twist. Maybe, like, a, have you watched uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel yet? No, I haven't. It's really good. Like, it, I like it a lot. It's about stand-up. It's not about um, anything that that we're talking about here. But it does <laughs> yeah. the same kind of thing. Like, it's ba- it sat back in the, I think, the 50s. And, oh. you know, it kind of goes through, like, the, you know, it's still very modern. Like, it's still very... Um, you know interesting to watch and like but then it has that charm of like you know also going into a whole you know other era that you don't get to see often but then it Mm -hmm. also is still telling the story of a woman who's like bucking the norms (laughs) which
0: is great Mm, yeah nice
1: yeah but yeah so we'll probably i'm assuming Mm -hmm. at some point watch that show and talk about it
0: (laughs) yeah so so we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah Yeah. we'll see how i do tend to enjoy CW shows but I I mean I also haven't I guess I I did watch Charmed I don't think it like completely holds up to the original but like if you have that nostalgia nothing ever does you know
1: true yeah for sure Uh,
0: but like I still enjoyed it and watched the first season
1: (laughs) yeah I know those things are always (laughs) such a mixed bag I just watched the new season of Veronica Mars and like loved and hated it in the same time like I loved uh, it like I loved it but it was just there was so much that like it just never fully recaptures like what it was so yeah exactly nothing's ever the same (laughs) oh oh Oh, god woe is
0: us (laughs) woe is us but I do love Riverdale Probably more than all of them, but also probably because I never got into the original Riverdale. So there's no nostalgia there for me to like, you know, you know, like they don't, it's not the same as the characters and the comic books because I never read the comic books.
1: Well, you know, and it's interesting, too, because, I mean, I do also love the reboot of Sabrina and that does have some nostalgia of like you know the I mean granted but it's granted like the teenage so wit.
0: different
1: yeah yeah like true. they're not even trying
0: to like stick to the original
1: you know that's true because if they did Salem would talk more so I'm just yeah. saying that's my only nitpick with that <laughs> yeah all right well this has been social media corner social media corner what am I saying <laughs> this has been social pop, Cur- culture. pop culture corner that's what I was trying to say pop, pop culture <laughs> corner yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah thanks again for listening guys Um, yeah we're just yeah super thrilled you're on this sleuthing journey with us and uh, yeah again you can find us on social media we mostly uh, or as I like to call it pop culture Uh, we (laughs) mostly just post pictures of our cats we have merch now which we have which I'm wearing right now I am too I'm wearing my little it washed
0: beautifully I did hang dry if anyone is wondering, but it, the shirt that I washed did not shrink.
1: I know I accidentally put mine through the the dryer, which I was so horrified by because it's a crop top too. I was like, this really could have fucked me over. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> but it's totally perfect. Like I think they're pre shrunk nice. because I really could have fucked it up and I didn't. So yeah. Yeah. Process. I was super
0: careful cuz I was like, I don't want to ruin this at all. So I like turned them inside out and like hung Mart. them to dry. So like that could have I was very careful, but they did go through
1: oh, the wash. So
0: I set it to cold, but my washer never washes in cold. It washes in hot <laughs> always. <laughs> so lies. <laughs> Super live. So I had to the hot wash and it didn't like melt or anything. So we're good.
1: Oh, so good. Yeah, it's all such good stuff. I've been using my mug. John's been getting supportive boyfriend points because he's been using the the phone case, which also looks really cute. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. So it's all just great. So there is a short link that I made for that. So that's bit.ly slash paranormal shop um yeah and go check that out if you feel so inclined and then as always thank you to our patrons. we love you guys and i really am i know i I may have mentioned this in a kitty world news but i really am working on trying to mail you guys some fun stuff so if you haven't put your i know what are we mailing them (laughs) i know i haven't even told you yet i don't think i'll tell you it's a secret but i'll tell you offline
0: um okay yeah
1: I'm trying to work on that. So, if you guys out there hear this, uh, if you guys could go into your uh, Patreon account and then just put in your mailing address into your profile, it doesn't go anywhere else. It just stays in Patreon. Um, but then that way, I can use it. I can pull it and then um, send you, mail you guys little, little fun things. Only we if you can want send fun stuff. Things yeah we can mail you guys fun stuff so just to show you how grateful we are for you guys so um yeah yeah so thanks again i'm just uh rambling at this point but i probably should go because i have to pee but i just like hanging out with you guys so (laughs) yes um all right bye